era begins again. Welcome everyone to this segment. How you guys doing? We got our morning biker news out. We're going to be talking about a case that uh, we've talked about before. Another suspect has pleaded guilty in the beating of an ex-member uh, of theirs. Also, we're going to talk about how police training ain't stacking up. Yeah, they got an article on this. And finally, we're going to do some good that uh, the biker uh, community is doing. We're going to be talking about Santa Claus. But first, yeah, I know I'm going to get a lot of emails uh, about where I got this hat. This hat came out of Bagger Syndicate Cycle. It is a badass hat, let me tell you. Uh, thanks for Paul for getting it here quick. And uh, yeah, it's great quality, man. It's a great quality snapback. He has all kinds of different designs. So go ahead and go check him out over at BaggerSyndicateCycle.com and pick yours up, man. You want to look cool like the rest of the boys. <laughs> the link's going to be uh, below in the uh, show notes. So go ahead and take a look. Let's get to our morning news today. Okay, we got a story out of the ObserverReporter.com. Uh, this is by Scott Beveridge. Uh, this was uh, yesterday, December 10th, 2009. Uh, Pagan pleads guilty in the assault. And uh, if you uh, remember, we had a couple other stories on about this. There was a whole uh, line of uh, these guys that got uh, jammed up. And it goes on to say another member of the Pagan's Motorcycle Club has reached a plea agreement with prosecutors and the severe beating this year of a former member. Now, that former member was um, uh, actually is a former member of the Pagans, but he was also with the Soldier Soldiers, and that was a break-off. I don't know if you guys know who the Salter Soldiers are, but that is a club that was started uh, by Rooster Katana, which is a friend of this show, so I must disclose that after he got ratted on. Uh, he's actually going uh, through all the appeals right now and stuff, but he was uh, ratted on by one of his own members. He left the club, started Salters, and, you know, this is where we're at right now. A sad state of affairs, if you ask me, because, you know, you think, you know, people would understand, hey, here's a guy that got ratted out and all that good jive, and so he left the club, started his own deal, and, yeah, this is going to keep on going on. Uh, I guess he took a lot of the ex-pagans with him. So I guess there's some animosity right now. Anyway, Washington County Judge John F. DeSale last week allowed John Albert Sinveri Jr. to plead guilty to a lesser charge in exchange for a sentence of four to eight years in state prison. He pleaded guilty to a charge of conspiracy to commit aggravated assault resulting in seriously body uh, Lee injury. Sandavery 40 of Penn's Hills was among seven pagans who were charged in a, uh, with attempted homicide in the April 18th beating of Troy Harris uh, outside of a Slavic club. In all, a dozen people have been charged in the case, including Michael Thomas, Montana, Berenger, 50 of Morse Township, Washington County, who has been uh, pleaded guilty of the assault. Uh, he was the National Sergeant at Arms of the Motorcycle uh, Gang 
Singh pleaded guilty to the same charge as Sal Bainey did, and he received the identical sentence. While the motive of the beating of Harris has not been revealed, well, we know what it's about. Uh, he left the club and joined the rival group Sutar Soldiers prior to the assault, and that's what uh, is the motive of this one. So we're not going to even act like we're not. I won't cover for that. Uh, I already know that's probably what it was about. They're pissed off the way it is. Seven pagans were identified by bar surveillance that captured their images walking into the club, one of whom punched Harris to the floor between, before he was repeatedly kicked. He nearly died and was left with cognitive problems from the attack. Yeah, again, I'm going to go through. What is it with you can't fight one-on-one? -on -one? It's always got to be a rat pack, man, a wolf pack, whatever you want to call it. You would think that, you know, being a man, you go up, do your business and whatever it is. But no, it's not like that no more. Uh, now the guy has no uh, cognitive abilities. Uh, he was messed up pretty good. Uh, and this is what gives clubs a bad name. I'm going to be serious about it. It really is. When you're doing this kind of stuff, you're walking into places, you're starting crap, you got CCTV all over the damn place. So it's like, really? I don't think bikers are really that stupid. But incidences that are caught like this or the murder down in Florida, it's caught on CCTV or video, whatever you want to call it, it makes the scene look like shit. Uh, just to be straight up, it does. And then people wonder why you have, uh, you know, the less support, let's put it that way, for motorcycle clubs. You know, I'm actually doing an article on this over at hooliganbiker.com, which talks about this. You know, everybody walks around, well, you know, you can see them bashing clubs all the time, and the clubs are going to say, well, who cares? Well, you better who cares, because they're the ones who sit on the damn juries, man. They're the ones who select the politicians. You can only take so much before it all comes falling down on you. You know, that's just common sense. Uh, the others who have yet to plead guilty in the case are Jason Huff, uh, Plum, Matthew Vasquez, uh, Joseph Walensky. Uh, they are being denied bail pending the outcome of the year cases. Meanwhile, retired State Sergeant Sergeant James Bear Baranowski of 57 of Fayette uh, County is awaiting trial in Washington County Court of Common Pleas on charges he offered Harris and his wife hush money in exchange for them not pursuing criminal charges in the case. Ooh, uh, retired police. All right. Uh, I won't even get into that one right now. But why we're on the police? Here's an exclusive from AP that we just pulled off uh, the wire. Uh, accidental shootings show police training gaps. And this is out of Seattle. When an Iowa mother tried to take her child from her husband during an argument on a snowy sidewalk in uh, 2005, an officer stepped in to stop the scuffle, but he accidentally fired his weapon as a dog approached. Yeah, right. The bullet went through the woman's arm and into her chest, killing her as her family watched in horror. My first thing is, why the hell did he, uh, he accidentally fired his gun? Why did he even have it out? Anyway, when a Minnesota sergeant stopped a motorcyclist after a 2015 high-speed chase, he stepped out of his patrol car with his firearm drawn flush with adrenaline, and again, here they are, 
accidentally shot the man in the arm. How do you accidentally shoot a guy in the arm when they just said your adrenaline's going and you're flush? Come on, man. Who's buying that? Anyway, and in Arkansas, uh, police officer fatally shot a suspect in 2012 as she tried to get him into handcuffs. And then it goes on to talk about additional shootings by law enforcement have happened in recent years at agencies small and large at all levels, city, state, uh, county, and federal across the USA. An Associated Press investigation found, oh my god, they're finally doing some work, but I can't go off on AP, man. They usually do good stories. They've caused hundreds of injuries to officers, suspects, and bystanders, and sometimes they have caused deaths. Experts say it's because officers don't get the training they need to handle their guns proficiently, especially in life and death situations. Well, that's good to here there jerkies yeah right oh so you know you're you're admitting that they don't have training with them firearms take them away that's what i say take them away Anyway, the method used to train officers with their firearms create the illusion of learning, but are inadequate for the demands of today's policing, said Bill Lewinsky out of the executive director of the Illinois-based Force Science Institute, which provides research and training to law enforcement agencies. He goes on to say the training has to match the shooting challenges of the street. We don't do enough street training connected to actual skill and decision making that's required of officers in this type of encounter. Some officers only handle their guns once a year. Ain't that freaking scary right there? They only handle their guns once a year, but then they go off with this adrenaline push and next thing you know, they're shooting people. Anyway, officers are most proficient with their guns immediately after graduating from a police academy. So, what you're saying is guys that have uh, been working five, six years, they're not so good. That's, okay, that's what I get. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, maybe they're not so good. After that, most are tested only once or twice a year in qualifications that measure a minimal level of firearms proficiency. So, basically... The guys uh, in Illinois or something like that, they got more training with the CCW program than the cops have. Nice to know. No one tracks these shooting nationwide. Well, why would they? Uh, but, it, you know, on the flip side, they're trying to, uh, you know, go with suicide deaths and all that with the gun control crap. Anyway, let's see here. Uh, so the AP collected media reports and surveyed agencies across the country through public records requests. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's get into some good stuff, man. You know, let's not, let's get away from the bad stuff. Let's uh, get into this one right here out of the NaplesNews.com. Wires and tubes stuck out of five-year-old Matthew Gonzalez as he laid in the hospital bed Sunday afternoon. A burly biker entered the room with a rat present and Matthew's eyes lit up. Rock and roll, guys. Quote, well, go ahead and open it, says Lisa. Member of the Rockstar chapter of the Harley's Owner Group Motorcycle Association or Organization. 
paper flew off the bed as Matthew unwrapped a toy musical keyboard he asked for batteries immediately. I'm so sorry for the noise already, Bellesco told Matthew's mother. In the corner, Matthew's sister, Melanie, ate, unwrapped her present, a 1,000-peat set of toy building blocks. Rock and roll. That's what I'm talking about here. Now, this is representative of bikers, man. All that stuff that I usually talk about on the show that's only a small section of the biker community. This right here is what bikers are about. Helping these kids, man. That is awesome. Uh, Barani thanked the bikers. Her son had an asthma attack and the family was in the emergency room of NCH Healthcare System, North Naples Hospital. Their bleak day was a little brighter thanks to bikers passing Christmas presents to every child. Susan McDonald, an officer for the ladies of Harley-Davidson of Rockstar Hogs, said it was the group's fourth year delivering toys. That is rock and roll. They got uh, involved partially because Valesco, who is hospital systems director with Love Harley-Davidson years ago, decided her local motorcycle chapter should help her patients. More than 50 uh, or more than 30 motorcycles rumbled past the ER. Uh, they're wearing all their vests. Look at these kids, man. That's awesome stuff seeing that right there. Uh into the ER's pediatric space. They uh, took turns entering uh, the kids' rooms with the gifts. Rock and roll, rock star. You guys are awesome, man. Good way to put uh, bikers in a great light. So, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to go check out hooliganbiker.com, motorcyclemadhouse.com, and check out all the material we got over there. But, again, I, you know what? What they did at that children's hospital, it's just amazing. It's wonderful. I love this time of year. But, hopefully, people are doing this more than just at Christmas time. And I know they do, man. There's a lot of clubs out there there's a lot of regular independent bikers hog members abate members that support uh, st jubes for example that is the real biker right there it's not all the beatings the shootings all that stuff you see on tv or in the news it's not that man Bikers are hardworking, they're pure spirits, and they love helping their community. So I hope that's what you uh, take out uh, from this uh, video, if nothing else. Don't forget, go ahead and go visit Bagger's uh, Syndicate Cycle. Yeah, great hats, man, and everybody knows I got hats. One of these days, or you to go on Instagram, I show you a whole wall. You see, women have trouble with collecting shoes. Me, it's hats, okay? I got over, I had to be over 100 by now, uh, hats lined up all over the studio. You can't see it because uh, the way the camera's facing. But I always have a new hat. I'd have a new hat for every day of the freaking year probably. So go over there, check them out, and... Uh, I do want to mention that we do got a video in play where there's an actual interrogation of a motorcycle club member, and we're going to go over the do's and don'ts in that. But until then, I'll catch you on the next segment, guys. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24-7, 24-7. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.